Hello, this is Christy Bates of Oxford, Mississippi. Welcome to episode 65 of the Deep South Dharma podcast. Our topic this week is what is merit? And it is part two of our three-part series on the concept of taking refuge. So we'll get into that in a little bit. I'll make a final reminder for those of you thinking of the upcoming online retreat called Meet the Manager. This is a retreat for self-identified white women who want to do some heart work um, in terms of uh, even, even if you are already heavily plugged into justice work, it is likely that some heart work will help sustain you for a, the long haul. Um, because I think as we are as we are seeing a number of generations of people transition at this time, we really can see the truth that this is an ongoing work. This is a long-term project. Um, and so as is any other form of spiritual practice and definitely um, being engaged in whatever way your gifts are suited for being engaged in justice work is definitely a contemplative practice or can be when you approach it that way so if you want more information about that take a look at heartwoodrefuge.org and go to the retreat page and scroll down to meet the manager and then if you would like to join the deep south dharma group for our regular meetings. Um, We have a couple each week. That website is deepsouthdharma.org. And for now, we'll take a look at what we mean by merit. As some of you know, I was fortunate to attend an online retreat with Bhikkhu Bodhi last weekend. And what he offered is way more than I could deliver in a podcast. But there is a particular piece of this that I wanted to um, share with you because I found it so helpful for for me in understanding the concept of merit. You know, even though I have been interested in and then studying and practicing Dharma for quite a while, I still had a little, there was a very slight, I mean, it was somatic, an inward kind of cringy feeling around the idea of merit although there is that practice of um, sharing the merit of, um, of any good that you bring into the world or 
any good that you bring to yourself, sort of the idea of sharing merit of that. And frankly, I really had been limited to sort of seeing that as a, as a, um, a nice sentiment, a good intention, and so valuable for that purpose in shaping intention. But I really want to get specific about how this concept of merit helps us in the actual practice of taking refuge in the Dharma. So broadly, I want to say that, you know, when we talk about taking refuge in Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, um, you can hear last week's podcast for some reflections on taking refuge in the Buddha. In, in the, the one who had awakened and one's own capacity to be awake. This week, we're looking at one of the ways, I would say, that one takes refuge in the Dharma. So certainly there's the idea that the, the Dharma, the teachings of the Buddha, there's that meaning of the word Dharma or Dharma, the teachings of the Buddha that not only give us a, a guideline for making decisions in the moment, but also can give, holds up a mirror for us. So when we are making decisions and we see how close or far the decision we want to make, how close or far that is from our precepts, the practices we're undertaking, it, it really gives us a mirror. It's just, it's, it's a way to, to check on our own progress in a sense. There's also Dhamma or Dharma in the sense of how things are. Right or things as they are, is a maybe more clear way to put it. And so there's that aspect of taking refuge in things as they are, not taking refuge in things as I want them to be, or even taking refuge is in things as I am currently capable of seeing them. That's <laughs> that is not what things as they are, unless you happen to be an enlightened being. But this teaching on merit, um, there's two aspects of it. One is I want to share with you the elucidation that Bhikkhu Bodhi offered in terms of what is meant by that word, that, that particular translation. And then the 10 actions that one can take that helps build merit. So the the word merit itself or the whole concept of merit, you know, that cringy feeling that I had about that word, that had to do with, of course, the cultural background I'm familiar with, where there's an idea of, of um, a separate dualistic outside force keeping track of, of what one is doing and sort of, you know, keeping um, keeping tabs, and and even though that is a very immature understanding, even of the Christian tradition, it still is holds has a powerful hold on uh, one's consciousness, the archetype that it is in in this culture. So, but merit 
is not one of the things Bhikkhu Bodhi said that made it really clear for me. It's not a gold star, right? Building up merit is not a gold star. It's not, it's not a tally. It's not a thing. It is, uh, merit is a, a beneficial imprint on one's consciousness because you have to remember that whether or not you personally buy into it, the understanding is that this stream of consciousness, not as a solid object, but this stream of consciousness that is moving on in these cycles from life to life to life is, is being affected by our volitional actions, our, our intentional actions, our intentional non-actions. And so, you know, of all the things that will fall away, that we will lose at the time of death, the thing that will travel on is the effect of our actions. Um, I know in the um, um, Plum Village tradition, in the Thich Nhat Hanh school, they speak of our continuation in terms of the sort of the ripple effects of our actions. Um, and um, so that's, if that is more comfortable language for you, definitely use that. Um, but the idea that the, there are these actions that essentially offer good imprint for the mind, the mind in the sense of heart, mind, consciousness, not the thinking mind. Also, although our narrative thought does clarify and calm down and become more serviceable to us in the practice of Dharma. So the 10 types of meritorious deeds, I'll just list them and I'll see if it occurs to me to expand on any of them. So I'll just list them. One is giving, just simple generosity, giving. Secondly is observing precepts. And as I said, it's not just about having rules to follow, but having a mirror for one's own state of mind and one's own behavior. Third is meditative development. So this is where, you know, the practice of meditation, sometimes we don't think of that as meritorious because again we think of merit in our culture we think of it as gold stars but when we understand merit to be this beneficial imprint this beneficial movement towards shaping the direction of consciousness as it flows onward then we can recognize meditative development is a, a powerful um, meritorious action fourth is reverence Right. Reverence for living beings, reverence for the opportunity that is afforded us as human beings to even to have the ability to intentionally shape the direction of consciousness, whether you think of that being in terms of shaping consciousness for the next life or 15 minutes from now. Fifth is service. Uh, being of service creates a good imprint on the mind. Sixth is sharing one's merit with others. 
And so this is having that intention that whatever good effects I may be, um, that I, whatever good effects I may be creating or triggering for myself, it's sort of having that intention of may others also benefit. Um, I was in a Dharma contemplation last night with some friends that we've been going through a long uh, process of studying the 10 perfections. Um, just we're taking one perfection a month and, and using Dharma contemplation on a couple of readings and ran into um, the story last night of uh, the acrobats, uh, a bamboo acrobat saying to his assistant, um, you know, okay, we'll get, we'll get up here <laughs> on top of the pole. I'll look out for you. You look out for me and, and then we'll be a success. And the assistant whose name was frying pan, by the way, I had, had not heard that version of the story before from the directly from the sutta, but the assistant um, replied, no, 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 that is not what will work. I need to look after myself. You look after yourself. And in that way, we'll work together. And the Buddha goes on to say that in that situation, frying pan was, was correct. And then there's this lovely repetition of, of the phrases that one should undertake the practice of, of Dharma, knowing I'm doing this for myself. One should undertake the practice knowing I'm doing this for others. I'm looking out for myself. I'm looking out for others. I'm looking out for others. I'm looking out for myself. And so that follows along with um, the seventh of the meritorious deeds, which is rejoicing in the merit of others. So if six is having the intention to share the results of our wise actions with others, Seventh is allowing ourselves to rejoice in the merit of others. Part of that is being willing to be the recipient of good things that we did not, um, that we didn't personally do. And um, just as in our, um, in our midweek meditation this past Wednesday, we undertook a form of the practice of mudita, which was direct, uh, specifically focused on this idea of being able to take joy in the good actions of others, rather than using the good actions of others as a basis for negative self-comparison. I almost hate to call that jealousy. It is a form of jealousy, that sort of, oh, I wish I had done that. But it is maybe more to the point to say it is one of its, you know, on that continuum of self-indulgence to self-mortification, that whole continuum of, of unhelpful self-involvement on that side of self-mortification is often this form of jealousy that is a form of beating oneself up. So that ability to rejoice in the merit of others in the wise action of others and to deliberately cultivate that, if, if that's something we're weak in, we can deliberately cultivate that um, through our meditative develop. so you can, development. So you can see how, obviously, 
um, these actions support and nurture and further each other. And again, there's sort of a give and take here. Number eight on this list of meritorious deeds is listening to Dhamma or Dharma. And number nine is sharing Dhamma or Dharma. And of course, you know, a person, um, you don't have to be interested in, you know, speaking publicly or, um, or formally teaching to be able to share Dharma. Um, you know, raising children who can understand that these behaviors lead to happiness, these other behaviors don't lead to happiness, that's a form of sharing dharma. Um, sharing with a friend what works for you and giving you some peace of mind um, and increasing your peace of mind and increasing your sense of connection and support and joy, especially during times like this, is a way of sharing dharma. And then 10th, and I just love that number 10 is sort of the crowning uh, action here. It is correcting one's understanding. So having that willingness and ability and interest in, in having one's understanding corrected. And putting 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 ourselves in situations where it can. So to, you know, I felt like I sort of had a, um, a positive response to that, even in the idea of just that by being at that retreat last weekend, I was able to have my own understanding of merit uh, corrected. And so that, that was, that was really useful to me. So these are those, um, 10 types of meritorious deeds, um, at least my understanding of them as introduced to me last weekend by Bhikkhu Bodhi. And um, I would imagine if this is a subject that um, you have further interest in, it is a powerful way to, to take refuge in the Dharma is to find, to find something like this, to find a list like this, to find a, a system of working with things that you can easily keep in front of you, um, whether it's keeping it at the front of your mind or literally keeping it in front of you on your mirror on, or on the refrigerator, just re to use that to refer to, you know, essentially what you want to know is what have I done today? At the end of each day, what have I done today to help train my consciousness in a beneficial direction? Um, knowing that the ultimate beneficial direction is the, the, the obliteration of suffering. So I hope that's been useful to you. And, um, and if, and I think I've sidetracked myself in saying, if you have interest in this particular subject, types of meritorious deeds, I'm sure if you Google that up, types of meritorious deeds, Buddhism, that you can find other wordings of this list or other reflections that um, may just help, you know, that, that uh, if, if any of my words here don't resonate with you on that subject, um, you may want to, to, I feel this is an important enough subject that I, that's always true of anything I say, you're always invited to do other exploring on it. I hope that that is the result of this uh, podcast is that it, 
inspires you to, to look further. Um, but particularly with this, I want to say that I find this topic to be so important that if my words don't particularly resonate or inspire, um, inspire action on your part, look up the subject and see if you can find other words that connect with you more, because this is a big one. Um, and it, it is a very uh, clear example of a way that we can take refuge in Dharma. Let's just give ourselves a minute to let that settle. A reminder and an expression of gratitude. The Deep South Dharma podcast is supported not by any commercial endeavors, but by the generosity of some of its listeners. People are generous in listening to the podcast, in sharing it with friends, in offering me feedback or topics that you would like to have discussed or your questions. And people also have been supporting us through anchor.fm which allows you to do that at the level of 99 cents a month or 4.99 a month or 9.99 a month. So if that's something that you would like to participate in, go to anchor.fm/deepsouthdharma/support. You'll be supporting and inspiring me and also allowing me to devote a little more time to the development of the podcast. And in general, I just want to thank you for your practice, which is good for you, for the world, and leads to peace. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Deep South Dharma Podcast. We hope you'll feel welcome to share this with anyone you think would find it useful. And as always... Feel free to message us your feedback, questions, or topics of interest. Until we meet again, take good care of this body, mind, and heart.